just want to do, uh, uh, have this uh, uh, small uh, meditation on Father's love. Actually, I took it, uh, actually, uh, God led me to take it uh, from the other, like this, the other side of the prodigal son story. So, uh, it, is, uh, it is a slightly different one, not uh, directly like a prodigal son story. Now, uh, before, before that, I just wanted to uh, mention about the difference between a servant and a son. Uh, you know, a servant and a son. Servant and a son, uh, there are many differences, especially in the, in the, in the, in the Bible. A servant always compares his, uh, with the needs of his, uh, with what he expects to fetch. In other words, uh, the servant should be, he is always righteous uh, and uh, in what he does and he'll do the minimum what is required. Always a servant tries to do the minimum and uh, the, owner, the, the owner wishes to pay the least. This is, this is what uh, normally it happens. But the son is not like that. Son is not ex expecting anything. So whatever he does, he is the owner of the father's property. Uh, so he does the maximum. That is one of the differences. The other difference is a servant uh, can be seen uh, standing in the queue to collect his money at the end of the day. But when, uh, when it comes to the son, you can never see him in the queue. Uh, the servant, uh, that's the second one. The third one, the servant does only what is required. Uh, that's the same as to be righteous. Because his deeds are not based on the thought that it should please the father, uh, the, the master. So it is, it is always, again, the minimum and he, he wishes to do it in a righteous manner, which is minimum. Then, but the, when you uh, look about, consider the son, his, he, is, he will do the best, especially because of his love towards his family and his father. You know, the first love that we heard in the last uh, uh, Friday, the first love is all about this. All about, all, about, all about this. First love is translated into your family life. First love is translated into your relationship with God. It is, it is related, it is reflected in all the dealings with outs, outsiders because if you have that first love with God, your relationship is done with everyone. It is always to keep intact in that love is more important. Then the next thing is the working, the, the, the servant works limited as as it has an end. Uh, even the master cannot expect more than more than what is what is expected of him. But the son is not like that. This imaginative uh, mind will work because of the love that he has towards his family. So there are so many differences. Uh, the, if you reflect it in the Bible, Hebrews 3, 3 says, uh, there's a comparison there, but Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses. When you read from the second verse, you will understand. 
Just as a person who builds a house deserves more glory, praise than the house itself. So the uh, Bible says that the builder deserves more praise. Whereas in the fifth verse, Moses was certainly faithful in God's servant, in, in God's house as a servant. See, the difference is one, uh, Jesus is, uh, as a person who builds the house, deserves more praise than the house, house itself. And the house is who? We are the house. So, uh, Moses was certainly faithful in God's house as a servant. So, uh, then uh, the sixth verse says, But Christ as a son, who is in charge of the entire house, as we are God's house, if we keep our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ. So here you see the difference between son and a servant. So it's very clear between a son and uh, how, how a son acts, how a servant acts. So that is the main theme of the Old Testament and the New, New Testament. You know, the Old Testament is all what you do minimum. Tithing is what you give. Just an example. But when it comes to the New, New Testament, the whole money belongs to God. And you are a steward. In the Old Testament, you give 10% 10, 10 and 90% is yours. You can use it for your own uh, uh, wishes. Whereas when it comes to the New Testament, this is this is the uh, this is the measure measurement in the New Testament and the Old Testament because New Testament works in love and the Old Testament works on deeds on acts. So I just wanted to mention mention that before the meditation. Uh, the main theme of the story is taken from Luke 57. Uh, that is the main theme. That in the same way I tell you. Uh, that there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents over 99 respectable people I mean, mean to say righteous people who do not uh, repent see here uh, the, the main theme is this the whole if you take that whole uh, chapter you will you will see this in many many places in many many places so uh, uh, the story starts with so actually there are there were hundred righteous people. Out of that one repented, it became 1999. The repentance made that one short. So uh, and that is one thing. And the other thing is who really did uh, uh, repents maybe one out of hundred. So that also probably uh, that is that is there when Jesus mentioned like that story begins here actually uh, we start from Luke 15 11 Jesus went on to say that there was a certain man who had two sons two sons they both lived actually these two sons they both lived as a as a righteous children well behaved before their before their father until the younger younger one said to him father give give my share of the prop property now so the man divided the property between his two sons. Now, you know, how much would be a father's heart, how much uh, pain that the father will be uh, having at that time when the younger, young, younger one asked uh, is to be addressed there. Uh, 
that it was after a few days the younger son sold his part of the property and left home with the money he went to a far away country and wasted his money in reckless living now this is 12 and 13 the younger the younger one's decision was claiming uh, of claiming his rights from the father had different emotions on the father and the older son uh, the father was totally under grief he was pushed into a grief he was totally upset about it he was totally in grief now the older brother cons considered this action as an arrogant act and a righteous act that is the two different uh, different mind mindsets of 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 these two father and the son you have to remember that these children were righteous they were living a leading a life of a righteous uh, living but uh, this he considered that the uh, the older son considered that it was his arrogance and selfish motives uh, he also considered that all the property now 50% is gone the balance 50% is whose it belongs to him so it was true it was true actually from the father's verse verses also when you read uh, when you read verses 29 and 31 and yeah 29 and 31 uh, 31 you will uh, you will know that uh, but he spoke back to his father look all these years i have all these years i have served for you like a servant and i have never disobeyed your orders so here he says that uh, then again he comes and says that your son your younger son is uh, wasted all all the money and property and now uh, he has come and you have killed a calf for him you have never done it for me before you know the uh, we have to look into his uh, his attitude his attitude was that he was very righteous that he could not take anything anything that because first of all he think he thought that the whole property is owned by him now he is coming back that is the first thing second thing was that he was not comfortable that father was happy about it that was the second thing the third thing uh, the third uh, the third thing was that uh, uh, that uh, his brother had done all unrighteous things so he was not able to forgive forgive so you see all these three points in all these three points the righteousness self righteousness is the main the main culprit self righteousness because they, he was born and he was brought up in a righteous manner he was working everything he was doing he was uh, looking at what father wanted to uh, whatever he said he said in his word itself that i serve you like a servant and i never disobeyed your orders you have to understand that father ordered and he did so he was righteous unto his doings so that is what he says that i have never done that so uh you see that uh, you see that he was his he was never able to get inside the 
get inside uh, the uh, the house. When you uh, read the story, it suddenly stops at the at the verse 32, leaving you to 31 and 32 makes you guess, and you can make any guesswork over there. That father is actually crying, and he's standing there and calling uh, his son to come in. We don't know whether he accepted it or not. So we have, we have a, uh, we are left with certain questions there. The first thing is that I want to say that, uh, that it says in verse 28 that the older son was angry against his father and did not enter the house. This is, this is, this is what, today we actually uh, sang a song, we give self unto you. I don't know whether you noticed, it was convicting me, because every day I am fighting. Fighting means it should, it, I should not fight if I am in the love, I can just go with, I, I will be, you know, I won't have any fighting there, because I am not really in, in fullness of his love, that is the reason. I am, I am actually having that problem. But by God's mercy, God reminds me every day morning, every day night, every day morning, every day night, you are a righteous person. So I am always saying, Lord, what can I do? What can I do? Every time when I, it's my personal testimony to you. So, uh, so, uh, but the one good thing is the Holy Spirit is convicting me through. It's not leaving me, uh, He is not leaving me even while I go to bed. Every time, every moment, that is one good thing that I am experiencing in the last three, four months that I am, I am, I am able to see a growth in the love of God. Uh, by that I am much humbled because it's only, it's only His grace. I don't, I am not looking at, you know, when I look at many things, it is running around me. Uh, I will think that how it is possible, uh, I have to work, I have to do, I have to say, I have to talk. But, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to God's righteousness and what God has done for me, the light, the air, I am able to walk, I am living, Children, look at all those things, house, food, air, everything God has provided. And then we grumble. Why did it happen? Something happens at a particular point of time. Okay, now, here, uh, here, what, uh, what, we, what, we, what we see here is that on the, uh, he was angry and he continued, we read in 29 and 30 that uh, he stayed outside and with his anger against his father, so he is standing outside, outside the house. But you will still have a doubt whether, whether the story ends regarding the older son. That, that's the reason that there are no messages on, on the oldest, oldest, oldest son. You don't, you don't see many messages there. Some, some, some people will think that he might be back with his father because it's not given. It's, uh, you read 32, uh, 31 and 32, you see that 
father standing and begging can you can you can can someone read if you have oh no i am happy my son the father has answered you are always here with me and everything i have is yours the righteous father is telling the self righteous son that everything is yours still uh, and 32nd verse but we have to celebrate and be happy because your brother was dead but now he is alive he was lost but now he had he had been found so uh, here we see that the father is telling like this we don't know the rest we don't know the rest so there we always consider that uh, that uh, either he might have heard the father and come back but bible doesn't say that the bible says in in that whole chapter 15 chapter from the beginning when you read when you uh, uh, there are three, two three parables which, which is the lost coin and there all the theme is that if you repent the uh, i jesus says i tell you the angels of god rejoice over one sinner who repents one sinner so when you when you read that you have a sinner repented uh, in the whole story the older son did not repent and he was standing outside he was not ready to come inside come inside you have to understand why he is standing outside it is his self righteousness he lost the sonship because of his self not because father did did did, did not uh, 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 he father was a loving father he said this is all yours come this is only your 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 son that is uh, uh, my son that was lost your brother he's just come and we we had to do that but he was not ready and he lost the sonship we understand from the basic theme of that chapter we understand that he lost now this is a, a real uh, uh, real example for each and every one of us unless we are in the father's love we cannot understand where we are you know whenever i'm i'm not happy with one person when i see not that that you should not say what you are supposed to say you have to say what you are supposed to say whether it is no or yes you have to you have to definitely definitely say but keeping a bad thing is actually because the holy spirit is not working in us immediately we have we have to repent if we have committed a mistake from our side this is what the self righteous son shows that he has lost his sonship now when we look about uh, look look at father's uh, the loving father always wanted or whether it is self righteous son or not he doesn't consider it like that he consider this as his weakness probably we consider this as self righteous because of his because of his love he considers it, it act as his weakness now what is stopping him from entering the house it is a self righteous attitude self righteous attitude it is me the same apple oh, what was the fruit that was given to uh, eve in the 
fruit that was given was the same the same fruit you know what the devil 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 said when you eat this fruit you will be like god you that means you will be like god and god will be in me now who when i am like god who is going to take uh, god i will be always focusing on me so that is what the same thing is actually here also so now let us look at uh, look at the younger son he spent everything he had severe famine was there you know when famine comes when things does not work your way we always think that we always we get disappointed and very this this type it is with every one of us none we none none of us is there because we have a focus and then we give it to god that is the issue the issue comes there that we have something in our and we give it to god and then we push god to accept it so that is a i am not uh, you know whatever today the testimony said <laughs> so please uh, please it's all uh, before before god it is all very valuable what i am what i am saying is in most of the cases we push our things inside and we make god like uh, bala bala knew but he wanted to push these things because he was greedy so the same thing the, the same thing happens here also but when uh, what did they uh, that person when when the when the famine when the boy was left the famine he lost everything you know famine famine comes you have full a pocket full of money especially we way brother we way kinos now in sri lanka you you put all the notes in the pocket and you go and put petrol all all this bag uh, will be empty that is situation so that is a present situation now so uh, now uh, this famine comes he's his money is gone now what happened is because everything goes up even a small leaf will become so costly so uh, then he went and depended on a citizen of that country he did not come of a certain man a citizen of that uh, far away country so and what did he do he sent it for to take care of the pigs now we are mind you that we have left the son the older son outside the door he is not entered so let us look at this uh, son now the younger son the younger son went and uh, went and uh, submitted uh, submitted to a person he did not come back he never had the thought that i go back to my father he thought i will not go he was also a self righteous person he was also self righteous his self righteousness did not did not allow him to go back to his own father so he but he was he was actually manhandled by him. nothing was given he was put into like how uh, uh, how the the jews were in in in, uh, in uh, this place you know in under egypt uh, under egypt you know that way he was he was actually uh, put into put into that kind of a situation where he did not even have food 
whatever situation it is, yeah, situation it is, then now we read that in 17th verse that he came to his senses. Mean to say, his self-righteous sense was replaced by another sense. Another sense. He understood. He understood. His, he was also a self-righteous person. But his, he came to his senses. Then he thought, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare? And I perish here in another. How many people are there? They are, they are, they are sparing their food. Enough. Uh, what made him to come into the sense? One was the righteousness of his father unto his servants. He was a very righteous father. Our God is a righteous God. So, where he has seen all the servants ate enough and spared, then the next thing, what, what is the reason that he came to senses? The stubborn nature of the present master. The present master, uh, his stubbornness made him think that he will die in this, in this, uh, in this, in this room, or he will die with this. That is what he thought. That was the second reason. The third reason is that he understood that is in a big slavery and bondage. Big slavery and bondage. You know, we, most of us, we take certain decisions of our own. And because of our decisions, which are mostly, as I said before, we, we, we push it to God and get an answer and then because of that, we go into slavery. But the slavery could be seen only later because when you take the money back to the country, you will never know. But it's slavery comes as, the, as an aftermath of it. So we see that he understood that I'll be in bondage and I'll die in this, in this, in this place. That is the third one. The fourth one was his father's righteousness was shining before him. When he thought about his father, his righteousness, his goodness was shining before him. So he thought, I will run away. He did not walk and come. He did not tell him. He just ran away. He just ran away because in his heart there was only one thing. Oh, my righteous father. Oh, my righteous father. He will accept me. When I, when, I, when I come back, when I, I, will, I will just say, I will tell to my father, I have sinned against you and against God. And I am sure that he will accept me. He was telling this, he was telling this, he was telling this. Yes, I will go. I will go to my father. I will go to my father. Because the righteousness of God was shining in front of him. When the righteousness of God is shining in front of you, that is a beautiful time that, that, that what we can what we can what, what we can do to ourselves summit to summit, summit, summit to him so on the way he was weary he was weary and he was walking I think he was walking but he was telling only one thing I will I will tell my father I will tell my father please forgive me please forgive me this would have been his words. Then, 
we see we see uh, we see that he he had all the sins that he did to his father he went and asked father i want my money at that point of time do you do you do you think that he just said like that no he thought about it and he told all the sins and the emotion of the father and the grief of his father went through him and he was very sad he said no father i have let you go i have let you go if we have that if we have that heart to know our father's heart there is nothing there is nothing like that and look uh, 15 sorry look 15 the same chapter 18 and 19 he says i will get up and uh, go to my father and say father i have sinned against then see the 19 verse i am not i am no longer fit to be called your son treat me as your servant see that was servant see the difference between servant and son the other son said i have been a servant in your place he himself said now this person is begging don't consider me anything just consider me as at least your servant see the humility see the righteousness what he had in his in his in his, in his heart uh, god gave the righteousness into his heart and uh, we 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 read that we read that uh, that uh, in sort in uh, in in uh, in uh, 2021 father then when he came very far his face very far the father sees him you know what is his face looks 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 like like a beggar he is thin he was fat when he went from here but he is thin now he is like a but father understands maybe his walk i don't know father understood from far off he understood that it is son you know he was that shows that he was under grief he was looking at at far and he was looking looking at 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 uh, at at eat, uh, like nothing is there just open place he's looking whether there is anyone coming now he sees just look at the father's face how beautiful it is he sees that it is his son he understand that it is son he jumps out of his place and he runs he walks and father runs what a beautiful situation that is called repentance that is called the, the son coming and saying you know son is only saying one thing do not consider me as your son consider me as your servant did the father hear anything never did father go and say uh did uh, i have actually a uh, uh, few questions did the father ask him about the wealth that he wasted never why 
because he is much more, the sun is much more valuable than all the wealth. Than all the wealth he valued the sun. So he never said, did the father tell him that I am going to forgive all his sons that you have committed against me? He never said. He never said. He did not hear what he said. He is telling that consider me as servant. What a beautiful, joyous time. Can you, can you portray that picture? Son coming like this. Father, I have sinned against you. He's crying. He's crying. And father, seeing that it is son, comes running. And they have what a beautiful time. That is what when you repent, each and every one of us who is not, who is not having a real born again experience, same thing happens when you come before God. Same thing happens. Nothing less, nothing more. The same thing. Father is so much interested in you. Father is so he values you, uh, values you more than more than anything anything else. So now, forgiving of sins. Yes, only simply, if I, you know, the, we have a, in Matthew chapter 18, we have a, a parable there, uh, as, a, as a prince or a king who gave the pardon to uh, one of the servants for 10,000 uh, pounds, uh, uh, and he went in. Uh, that, is, uh, that is actually, uh, he forgave his, he forgave his son, uh, his sins. And the sins were forgiven. But here, it is not that. If he was telling, if he was telling that, if he was, if he was telling, I have forgiven your sins, then his sins would have been forgiven. His sins would have been forgiven. But he cannot be considered as a son. Now, his sonship comes from where? Not forgiving him. Not forgiving of the sonship comes from the righteousness of God. What happens? Forgiveness of sin, the problem is, the person is the same, his sins are forgiven. The person is the same. Now he's a he's become a righteous, righteous person. But when it is righteousness of God, the old person dies and this is a new person in God. He gives a new spirit into him. It's a new person. The old person is dead. And what happens to this sin? Can you count this as sin? If you forgive, yes, you can count. You can count. That is what the same king did. But when it is God's righteousness, he considers you and me as his own son. Jesus Christ. So that is why Ephesians, uh, Colossians, Philippians, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ is mentioned. God sees us as his son, dear son, and we are in him. And every day when we live in him, our selfishness, self, will always reflect. 
will always reflect. Still we are in Christ, you are born again, that starts, that's the beginning of your life. That is only the beginning of your life. But there is a lot to go. What is that lot to go? Walking with God. Walking means He is in you. And when He is in you, He is reflecting His image unto you. And this, uh, the, the image is being reflected unto you. You every day, His character is reflected. And then you see, oh, I am a sinner today. Yesterday it was not a sin, but today it has become a sin. You are changed to the image of a son. Image of a son. That happens over a period of time. How did Peter? Peter all left, all the twelve left when Jesus was crucified. But how did Paul? He even shaved his head off. He circumcised Timothy. But finally when the truth came. So truth is important. Truth is in Christ. In Christ. We live in Christ. Now what happens to this boy? The second, the second boy is in 22nd verse. But the father said his servant, bring forth the best robe and put on it and put a ring on his hand. It makes uh, you know, uh, Revelation 19.8, you have the clothing of righteous, righteousness there, of saints. He brings that righteousness robe and brings and puts on him. And then what he does, all you know, I know that you know, he comes and puts, he says, take, take that ring and put that ring upon. What does it show? What is the righteousness of rope, uh, rope uh, uh, shows here? Here, uh, uh, I will uh, give you another, uh, another, uh, another picture. Suppose that old master, that stubborn master, comes and he sees the slave of his then, now, in the new role and with the authority of the father. The ring goes as the authority of his father. Can you call him a slave? Can you call him a slave? What a, what a beautiful relationship. What a beautiful relationship. See the younger man's life. He repented nothing. Now, the first boy, he was stubborn, self-righteous. He repented and he came and he, and he, and he came in Esther chapter 2, 8 chapter 2, no sorry, 8 chapter 2nd verse. The king took off his ring which he had given to Haman and gave it to Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. The power and authority is given. To win what? Do not be mistaken. To overcome the world. To overcome the world, God has given you that authority. Do not be mistaken. It is the authority that you will live a holy life. He has given that authority to you. So, 
so then uh, we read that the we 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 should understand that this repentance, the whole thing, this younger voice was totally upon God. He doesn't. He cannot ask. That is true. He cannot ask. That is the same situation for us. We cannot ask anything. We cannot ask anything. But God has kept everything for you. That is that is what Romans eight twenty eight says. That He for us. We have to wait. He has done everything. Kept everything proper. Those who love Him. So, uh, so the righteousness. Uh, in Galatians 2.17 says, But if, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are also found sinners. The word says that we will also find ourselves sinners. If, while you seek to be justified by Christ. Every time, every time, you should have that. You should have that experience every, every day. Now Romans uh, 3.21 says, but now the righteousness of God without law is manifested, that is Jesus, being witnessed by law and prophets. All the law and prophets said, and it is being witnessed. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus unto all upon them that believe. For there is no difference. 24th verse, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Jesus. So all this picturization that you saw here, all this picturization is all by grace, free, free. You don't need to do anything. Only thing, if you think that what God has done for me, what my father has done for me, you will definitely submit. You will definitely submit. Uh, no. Luke 5, 30 says, But the scribes and Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, What do you eat and drink? Why, why do you eat and drink with the publicans and sinners? 31 says, And Jesus answering said unto them, That they that are old need not a physician, but they, are, but they that are sick. I have not come to call the righteous but the sinners to repentance. Now, those who want this physician, can you raise your hands? My God, so much of time. So much of time to lift your hand. You don't want the physician? You don't want victory? Lift it high. Let all the hands which are down, lift it high. Claim, believe that God will do. Don't think that God will not do. Don't think that God, you are, if I raise the hand, nothing, nothing will happen. You raise the hand. This is, why did you take baptism? To show that you are, you are in Christ. Thank you, thank you. To show that you are in Christ. So you should, when you say that you have to live, why do you keep it? If you are keeping it down here, definitely we cannot stand as a testimony for so let me ask, who, who want the physician? Raise, raise your hand. Thank you. Uh, so, why are we here today? 
those who say, I want healing. I want healing. Say, I want healing. Say, I want healing. Say, I want healing. Now, let me tell you, what is the sickness? What is the sickness? What is the sickness? You and God. Set it and rectify it. That is the sickness. Now, God is here. Jesus said that those who want the physician, Yes, I have come for that reason. Now, let us uh, let us let us let us confess in First John one eight. Let us all stand. Sitting, sitting is not. Let us all stand. One John one eight says, "If we say that we do not have sin, we deceive ourselves. We deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us." Ninth verse, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is the one which pulls us down. Unrighteousness. We don't know what is righteous and which is unrighteous. And uh, uh, then uh, in 1 John 3 8 says, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he may dis destroy the works of the devil. And whatsoever that we receive of him, we keep his commandments and do things that are pleasing in his sight. Pleasing in his sight. Now we pray. We are going to we, we are going to pray. What is your need? Pray. You are going to come and stand here and and uh, and uh, uh, the, the the pastors and elders will be praying for you. But when you pray, you have to understand what is your need. The Word of God says, one John five fourteen says that this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to my will, to His will, His Jesus will. So, it says that, and this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we have asked anything according to His will, He hears us. And, 15th verse, and He hears us whenever we ask Him. Since we know this is true, do you believe that it is true? That He will hear us? If this is true, we know also that He gives us what we ask from Him. Only, only one person will receive. Who? Like blind Bartimaeus. Only one person. He was crying out to Jesus. Which is actually, what was his need? He wanted his eyes to be opened. He wants to, if you, your eyes to be opened, you need to pray for that. You need to submit for that. Your eyes will be opened. And he was opened. And everyone stopped him. Everyone stopped him. But he threw his garment away and jumped. And Jesus was there. Jesus was there.
Jesus is here. He said, I've come to heal the sick. He's the physician here. Those who have your needs, it should be legitimate. It should be according to your to God's will, not our own will. So make sure, pray for a minute and then come forward. Pray, pray for a minute. I I I I uh, call upon you. Those who want to, those who want to come, you can uh, come forward, and pastor is going to pray one time because our time is already uh, gone. So please do come with prayer. Pastor, please do come. Please do come. Please do come. Yeah, with faith. Please come forward as quickly as possible. You want God to touch you? Just line up here. 